0: Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Women's Dating and Confidence Podcast. My name is Amber, and today we're going to be talking about emotional responsibility in relationships. Before we get into that, I want to share with you my free guide called Copy and Paste Texts for when he's pulling away or acting flaky. The link for that is going to be in the show notes of this episode. Also, if you're interested in working together and learning more about my coaching program, check out the link in the show notes. Depending on where we're at with our enrollment cycle, you can either get on the wait list for the next coaching program or enroll right away. So what we're talking about today is emotional responsibility in a relationship, which leads to an emotionally wealthy relationship. So the metaphor that we're going to be referring to today is financial responsibility which is also something that you may look for in a partner. In the same way that financial responsibility leads to wealth, financial wealth, emotional responsibility leads to emotional wealth both in your friendships and in your romantic relationships. So let's just first define what we would consider a financially responsible person to be like because if you make let's say, what a lot of people would consider a lot of money, like $300,000 per year in the US, in Kansas, (laughs) or wherever. wherever. If you make $300,000 a year somewhere, and you spend $300,000 per year, you are not financially responsible or wealthy. And if you make $300,000 per year, but you spend $500,000 because you care about getting a car that you can't afford and a house you can't afford and clothes you can't afford to impress people, then you are also not financially responsible or wealthy because you spend as much or more than you actually earn. So in this situation, while there's a lot of potential for financial wealth, the potential is not actualized because the person is not financially responsible. So similarly, we want to think about this in terms of creating emotional wealth in our relationship. Emotional wealth is when you have more positive interactions than negative ones. And not only do you have more positive interactions than negative ones, but your positive interactions build and compound, which make you more resilient to the negative interactions that you will have to have at some points in the relationship. So in a similar way to the financial example that we just gave, if you think about a person who maybe gives a lot to the connection, like you have such a fun time and it's so awesome, and then they also take a lot. Like let's say... for every nice thing they say to you, they they say two mean things. That's an emotionally bankrupt relationship. And even if it's exactly even, like for every positive date, you have one shitty date and then for every nice thing they say, there's another like kind of irritable moment that they have where they're mean to you. And it's always like 50-50. It's like, they're hot and then they're cold. It's one week good, one week bad. You're paycheck to paycheck in that emotional relationship. And that is just not the standard that you want to have for yourself or your relationships. You want to be in an abundance of emotional connection and positive connection. And you want to have a connection that's resilient to negative connections. Because if you're in that exact line where it's 50 50 like you have you're getting three hundred thousand dollars and you're spending three hundred thousand dollars okay you're not in debt but what happens if an unexpected expense comes right so similarly in your relationship if it's just that paycheck to paycheck kind of relationship what happens when a challenge comes up what if one of you has a stressful day at work what if Uh, Somebody has to move away for three months for a job opportunity. Your relationship won't be resilient to that or be able to handle that because you don't have an abundance of emotional wealth built in your relationship. So what is an emotionally responsible person? What do they look like when they're in a relationship? So the first habit would be making deposits. And Dr. John and Julie Gottman talk about this a lot in terms of their concept of bids. So first of all, the most important thing is how people respond to your bids. So if you text them, do they respond? And do they respond in kindness? When you reach out for connection in any way, whether it's very clear, like, hey, do you want to hang out this Friday? Or it's less clear, like, just kind of coming to hold their hand when you're together on a walk. Do they turn towards that? Do they make your connections and reach outs bigger or do they diminish them or push them away or ignore them? So every time that someone turns against a bid or ignores a bid, it's a withdrawal from the connection. And when they turn towards it, it's a deposit into the connection. And so there's how they respond to bids, then there's also them making bids. So them reaching out and them trying to connect with you and sending you that little thoughtful text or funny thing that they saw or other reason (laughs) that they wanted to connect with you. It's about reaching out to make plans and asking for time together and spending time together. It's about giving a compliment Those are all the little bids and all of the deposits that we can make in a relationship. So in an emotionally wealthy relationship, you'll be making a lot of bids and you'll be responding to most bids. You'll be turning towards most of the bids that your partner makes. The second piece of that is that that behavior is consistent. And, you know, everybody has maybe A month, you know, around the holidays where they spend more money or they go on vacation. And so we always have maybe periods of our life or short times where we're not as responsible or goal oriented as we would like to be. But in general, there's an upward trend, right? So it feels like there's a consistency to that behavior. It's not one week on one week off, unpredictable, you never know how much you're going to get paid next week. So the next piece is about honest, transparent, and sometimes uncomfortable communication. So when we think about tough conversations that we need to have in a relationship, those often feel like withdrawals. And so a lot of people avoid having them, including myself, (laughs) where you maybe have something that's bothering you or bugging you and you want to say something about it but you're worried about making that withdrawal from the bank you're like oh my god this is gonna take like a thousand bucks out of the bank if i tell them that they did this thing that upset me or that you know something is bothering me and what's important to understand about that kind of communication and telling someone when something is wrong is that there is an initial withdrawal which can be that discomfort However, that withdrawal is really used to make an investment in the relationship. So it's kind of like when I had to set up my retirement account, I had to pay like 3000 bucks immediately. (laughs) And I was like, oh. (laughs) And um, so there was this withdrawal from my bank account. And I was just putting it in a different account, though, where it could grow and actually create a lot more money in the long run. And so uncomfortable conversations are a lot like that, where when we have an uncomfortable conversation, there's this immediate withdrawal, but then what can come of it and the compounding interest is increased intimacy and resolving challenges together and much more trust that's built in the connection because you can rely on the person to be honest with you, to communicate with you, you know what the other person is thinking and feeling, and you know that you can work through challenges together. So while it is a withdrawal initially, you can actually just think of it as putting it into a retirement account for your relationship. Now when you have to communicate something like that to your partner and you're making that withdrawal, it can also not be an investment in the connection if you do it in an unkind and unproductive way, if you just yell at your partner or criticize your partner, that's just a withdrawal. And it's more like putting it into whatever cryptocurrency that didn't work out or (laughs) some other investment that isn't actually like a sensible investment in the long-term future of your financial health. So similarly, if you are having those uncomfortable conversations in a way that's not skilled, or thoughtful then it's just going to be draining the emotional wealth of your relationship all right everybody thank you so much for listening today if you enjoyed this podcast it would be super sweet to see a review from you on apple podcasts or for you to leave a rating on spotify thank you again for listening and i'll talk to you next week